Another edition of Beat the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. My name is Eli Herskovich, and this is our MLB betting preview with the lead MLB analyst for TheLines.com, Monawar, breaking down the slate for Tuesday, June 27th. And before we get started, remember to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to get notifications whenever the lines releases a new sports betting video on any market, including Mo's day to day bets which can be found in real time in the Lines Discord channel. The link is over at thelines.com in the top right-hand corner. Mo, last night, your Atlanta Braves took down your bet against the Minnesota Twins. What happened there? Well, bum Donovan Solano is still being allowed (laughs) to play defense for Minnesota, so that's not helping. And if he wasn't allowed on the field, possibly they would have had a one-run lead going into the late innings. But instead, he was allowed on the field. And then one of the relievers who has been a real bane of my existence the last few years, Emilio Pagan, came in. And they let Emilio Pagan pitch to Ronald Acuna. And that went about as you would expect. Yeah, as much as you think... Solano shouldn't be in the field. I don't think Pagan should be on a major league roster and especially a major league bullpen. But we digress on to Tuesday. No Joe Ryan. Twins taking on the Braves tonight and you are not backing Joe Ryan at least in this show. Maybe I'll add it in the Discord channel. I know you mentioned that you were debating about the Twins. But first game we're going to discuss 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. First pitch. Reds. At Orioles, Cincinnati, a half game back of the Brewers after the Orioles took the first game in this series last night. And Baltimore, four games back of the Rays in the AL East. And Orioles as high as minus 154 favorites at Caesars Sportsbook. You can probably shop the best MLB odds over at thelines.com. It is Tyler Wells and his 3-2-2 ERA, 4-6-3 FIP. So he is outpitching his peripherals, but his strikeout rate is up 49 percentage points from last season. So a big reason why we've seen an improvement from Wells against Andrew Abbott, who's a lefty. Orioles have had a lot of success against left-handed starters. I'm sure you'll get into that and left-handed pitchers for that matter. A 1-1-4 ERA and four starts despite a 4-1-9 FIP, and he's also allowing an extremely low 190 Babbitt. So I'm sure the listeners and viewers can tell that you're back in Baltimore. Is the reasoning the same as my logic there? Andrew Abbott is an exciting talent. I don't know if he's a decent major league pitcher yet. Um, he's been incredibly lucky so far. 190 Babbitt, 100% left on base. You don't see that too often. So every single runner he's allowed to reach base has not scored. Um, Have a feeling that won't continue. If you look at his peripherals, they're pretty on the rougher side. His Sierra and XFIP are between like 4.6 and 5. 91.2 exit velocity. I know StatCast likes his work so far, but when I'm seeing that sort of exit velocity, I'm not really sure why. Um, swinging strike rate below average. I just don't think he's all that good, but his ERA is tremendous because he's been very, very lucky so far. And he's a, and he's a talented player.
player who might be a very good pitcher someday. So I think uh, naturally a player like that is going to be overrated in the markets. And I think, uh, yeah, a little market, a little too excited about Cincinnati right now. Uh, the O's have also hit lefties pretty hard all season. Um, been a been a theme for them all year. Seventh in baseball right now. Um, as far as Tyler Wells goes, I've always been pretty impressed with him, honestly, ever since basically the first couple months that he was up. I tried to fade him for a little bit because I didn't think he was very good. But, I mean, at this point, his track record is pretty solid. Uh, <clears throat> probably not as good as his 3.22 ERA, but I do have him above average um, and definitely a decent bit better than Abbott. One thing that profiles really well for him here is um, <clears throat> one of the ways he gets a lot of his outs, he is among the best in baseball at inducing pop-ups. So uh, that should play very, very well here. The Reds are number one in pop-ups by a mile. They are about as far from number two as the number two team is from number 16. So they are a pop-up machine, and Wells gets infinite pop-ups. So I like like his chances here. A little bit later on in the slate, 7.45 p.m. Eastern time, first pitch. Astros half game back at Toronto for the third and final wild card spot in the American League. You might say it's a little bit too early to talk about that, but the AL is jam-packed when it comes to teams competing for the wild card race. And Houston in St. Louis, Cardinals are dead last and way outside of the NL wild card race, but Dead last in the NL Central, eight and a half back of the aforementioned Brewers. It is Framber Valdez, the AL Cy Young favorite at some shops around plus 250, plus 300. Jordan Montgomery going for the Cardinals and Houston anywhere between a minus 110. So there are some minus 110 both ways, but Astros are favored at other books. I think MGM has a minus 115 on Houston for the money line market and Valdez 227 ERA 271 FIP and he pitches to contact to say the least one of the highest ground ball rates among all starters in Major League Baseball very much like his teammate Hunter Brown who we saw on Sunday Night Baseball and Valdez's walk rate also ranks in the 90th percentile for St. Louis Montgomery who I mentioned 369 ERA 348 FIP and he's allowed just seven earned runs over his last five starts. So he, unlike Valdez, is not out pitching his peripherals to a small degree, very small degree. But he's also a bit unlucky when it comes to his opponent's Babbitt. His opponents have the 12th highest batting average on balls in play among all qualified starters. So Astros, Cardinals, Mo, what do you got? This one seems like a weird line to me. Unless you're just projecting the Cardinals to be the 2022 Cardinals hitting lefties, which was like the best in the world, I don't see how the Astros can be around even money here. Um, I think they are pretty much better in all phases of baseball than the Cardinals. With Framber out there for sure, he I have him projected by about a run better than uh, Jordan Montgomery. I'm, I guess, a little bit more optimistic than the computers on Framber, although they love him too. They have him low threes ERA. Um, yeah, the Cardinals, they are elite versus lefty sinkers. They have absolutely creamed them so far this year. It's only like a 200 pitch sample though. So I'm just like not reading too far into that. And overall versus lefties, they've been just like 
pretty good. The Astros have been better by a small amount. Um, they're middle of the pack versus curveballs. They'll see a lot of those versus Framber. Framber's pitching a little different this year. He is throwing a little harder, not getting as many grounders as he used to, actually. Um, but <clears throat> other than the the fact that the Cardinals have hit lefty sinkers so well, I'm not really seeing anything positive in this matchup for them. And the Astros, eh, with a better offense here, I think, so far for sure, and a much better much better starting pitcher and a better bullpen, I think, as well. I'm just not sure how they're minus 110. I got minus 115, so you can get a better price now, although it's a little bit of an odd situation this morning. It seemed like there was some ambiguity about who would be starting for the Cardinals, so there was no pitcher listed. And once Montgomery got announced in, the Cardinals got bet immediately. But right after that, Houston got bet back up to right where they were before, so... I'm not really sure why anyone would have thought it wasn't Montgomery because I couldn't really find anywhere that anywhere anyone other than Montgomery was listed. But yeah, I just think that Houston pretty much has edges across the board here and should be a bigger favorite than this. Yeah, I think the debate was not that Montgomery wasn't going to start, but the Cardinals hadn't announced their rotation setup for the series because Jack Flaherty may or may not start on Thursday. I don't think he was going to start Today, even if his hip was feeling better, the projected series rotation for St. Louis is Montgomery, Michaelis, and then Flaherty if his hip is okay. Because he he was supposed to start on Sunday against the Cubs, didn't happen. And if the Cardinals have to push him back on Thursday, then Adam Wainwright is going to start. And then it'll probably be Steven Matz, who has pitched better on the bullpen, but still not great. Matt's going against New York on Friday. And speaking of the Yankees, New York still owns the top spot in the AL wildcard standings. 9.40 p.m. Eastern time first pitch in Oakland against the worst record in Major League Baseball, the Oakland A's. Aaron Judge, by the way, big news for the Yankees. Torn ligament in his toe that was announced over the weekend, I believe, on Saturday. Still no timetable for his return. That isn't breaking news necessarily. Yankees still minus 215 on DraftKings to make the playoffs, plus 180 to miss it, and they are anywhere between minus 135, minus 140 favorites with Johnny Brito taking on your boy, Pete Blackburn. So if our viewers and listeners didn't catch it last week, how are you betting this game, Mel? That's Paul Blackburn, I'll have you know, sir. There is a Pete Blackburn, though, somewhere in the distance. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm back on my guy, Paul Blackburn, here. I, I guess I'd be interested in that New York no playoffs, honestly. The AL is so competitive, and I just don't see how New York should be that big of a favorite to lock up a playoff spot in this competitive of a race when their offense has been this bad. They're going to have to figure out how to score a run without Aaron Judge. I mean, it just seems like they keep losing 5-1, to one, and then when they win, it's always 2-1 to one or 1-0. One and it's like working out for them. I don't see how that can just keep continuing. But anyways, yeah, their offense has been really bad without Aaron Judge. And right here, they are facing a far better pitcher, I think, than they're running out there. I mean, Johnny Brito, I have him below average, uh, between below average and replacement level. Like he's better than replacement level, but he hasn't been so far. I'll say that like. 
I think his decent enough chase rate and his minor minor league record are enough for me to bump him better than like where he's been, which is around five and where the have him projected, but he's still not a good pitcher. And and Paul Blackburn might actually be a good pitcher. I mean, he was very good last year and he's been solid so far this year. He's running a 382 BABIP. I mean, that's pretty much off the charts bad. And he still has a 4.21 ERA. He's his peripherals are all south of four. So I think he's just going to keep being a solid pitcher this year. He is pitching a little different as well. He resurrected his slider, which he like sub 5% of the time through last year, but it's been his best pitch so far. So I guess when that's pretty great for him, when you can have as good of a season he had last year and then add a pitch that's better than all the pitches you used last year, that's a pretty good sign. So yeah, I had this game as pretty much a coin flip. So I think fire away on the A's at anything plus is good here. I, I get why the market doesn't want to bet the A's. It's the A's against the Yankees. But I just think if you actually look at these pitchers, there's a pretty big difference in favor of the A's. Now the the problem is going to be what happens when the late innings come up. Um, once relief pitching gets involved with these two teams, the A's have like the worst bullpen ever. The Yankees have one of the best bullpens. I I don't say this very often, but I would consider firing a first five bet if you can get a comparable price on the A's, uh, just because the difference in bullpens is that big. And I will say the A's have gotten bet a little bit. I think they opened around plus one thirty. Just looking at some of the opening numbers, although that may have been a soft opener. So some shops opening these odds for. Total money line, run line for anywhere on the Major League Baseball slate for today versus when most books open up. Not exactly sure when that number came out. But regardless, there is some action on Oakland for sure, especially because of your reasoning betting against Brito. Although backing the A's bullpen is another story for another day, like you also said. And I will say there is a Pete Blackburn over at Bally Sports. And as I used to be a radio producer. I would book Pete. So I'm going to give myself a pass there. So shout out to Pete Blackburn over at Bally Sports. And also shout out to Paul Blackburn. Hopefully he does well for your bet at anyone who decides to tell you on the Oakland Athletics. But that'll do it for this edition of Beat the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. You can head over to Play.TheLines.com. And if you want a chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card in our daily MLB Pick'em Contest, Remember to head over to play.thelines.com for your chance to win just that. Thanks for watching and listening to another edition of Beat the Closing Number. For Mo and myself, Eli Herskovich, so long, everybody. 